Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good afternoon, my friend. How are you doing, dude? It's great to see you. It's the end of the work week, Friday, April. No, we're into May now. May 5th, 2023, year of our Lord. Hello, Mama. That How would you doing, be uh, Cinco de Mayo for you. Cinco de Mayo uh, uh, for you, uh, uh, the, 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 the people that like to party on the 5th of yes. May. Uh, we call it Cinco de Mayo, the day after May the 4th be with you, which I just learned was some sort of weird <laughs> right. Star Wars crapola you reference. just learned that? I, I just had a friend who just told me about it, like, may the 4th be with you. And I was like, no, I, I actually thought he had a lisp at first, Dave. I thought he was like a <laughs> tranny. No, he was going, may the 4th be with you. May the 4th yes. be with you. And I'm like, dude, why are you talking like a tranny? He's like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's the Star Wars day. Because so. that's when the very first Star Wars movie opened in 1977, uh, the 4th of May. I, so, so I did not know that reference. Thank you. Unless that unless that fellow that you're talking about really is a tranny, then that's a whole other side <laughs> talk. Dave, you know that wouldn't be in my company, baby. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be. Uh, hey, quick side topic up here in L.A. Now, although I know most of you have not heard about what's going on in uh, in Hollywood, we have a, a writer's strike going on right oh, now. Oh, really? Now, oh. now, before you panic. Tell us about it. Yeah. Now, before you panic, everybody out there who loves their, their, panic. their, their Hollywood shows. Hit the panic button. Now, we got a bunch of the uh, the Hollywood crowd up there. They're walking up and down Hollywood Boulevard and Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Now, now the bad news is there's a bunch of uh, losers, you know, clogging up traffic. The, the good news is the television shows are actually getting better. <laughs> so that the people are on strike, they're yes. not writing, and and all of a sudden the late night comedy shows are actually are funny again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, imagine that, eh? And it, you know, I tell you, they look. If you take a look at this bunch with with their tambourines yeah. and they got their, you know, this yeah. is the same tranny crowd yeah. that's on uh, our uh, naval warships. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's the same looking bunch. I mean, it's it's frightening. These snotty, self-absorbed, yeah. shallow fools. I mean, no wonder TV and movies are so bad these days. Dave, if so, artificial um, intelligence, if chat GPT can't do better writing right. on the so. comedy front, I mean, if it can solve, like they just had something in the Nature Science publication, Dave, where it like basically solved all 200 proteins decoding. It would have taken like a thousand million years of PhD work to do this. But basically, they a chat GPT solved it like in two hours. I'm sure they can do better writing than the screenwriters in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel is going to have a lot of great material. Once that chat GPT, the GPT thing starts rolling, yeah. he's going to get funny again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'll be now, a deep I, fake. Yeah. And I heard just uh, yesterday, my boy Frank here Uh-oh. attended a very um, special Get together of MAGA folk down there in yeah, San Diego. Would yeah. you like to talk about it? Yeah, I, w- I would. I would, Dave. I would. Yeah, let me uh, get into it. So, yeah, it was a very special evening. I got to get back together with a few folks that I uh, was with uh, uh, at Mar Lago last February. This was a, a small gathering of America First Patriots uh, in the San Diego area. A former ambassador to West Germany, West Germany, sorry, former ambassador to Germany. Rick, I'm still living in the 80s, dude. I'm telling right. you. I still think there's a wall up there or something. Former ambassador to Germany, uh, Rick Grinnell, and former acting head of uh, director of national intelligence as well, was sort of the keynote speaker. Uh, of course, he's also famous for the uh, Fixed California movement, which I'm going to talk about in a second. Uh, it was a great discussion, Dave, I have to say. Just mm. just a fantastic conversation. Uh, I met Congressman Daryl Issa, also uh, here from Southern California, fantastic uh, congressman. 
uh, Isa. I think a couple of things that really stood out for me that I think our listeners would love to hear about. One is for those that are in behind the Iron Curtain in California is this effort he is uh, spearheading called Fix California. And in short, what it's using, Dave, is a digital footprint strategy to find and register conservative voters in California. Less than 50% of them actually voted in the last presidential cycle. Uh, and they are using a tried and true mechanism that, believe it or not, the DeSantis campaign used in Florida. They're using the same vendor, the same technology folks, all the same platform to find, recruit and register uh, conservative voters. Uh, and, and I think this is going to be incredible. They're having great success already. Um, and the great I asked him a question about it. And I said, look, I mean, Rick, this makes a ton of sense. California, but, you know, it's a long slog to get enough voters to put a, push us over the hump to get those electoral counts in California. Let's apply this, the Fix California branding to Fix Michigan, Fix Wisconsin. What yes. about Arizona? What about Georgia? What about Pennsylvania? He's like, so funny you asked that, Frank, because we're actually doing exactly that. So they're taking this technology model. It's getting scaled up and they're going to deploy it as we speak. It's getting deployed in these swing states, Dave. So I think we got a lot of opportunity in front of us uh, on those fronts. I've, I've long thought that Forget about, you know, there's kind of the swing states, maybe like in Arizona, but in California, there's so many more conservatives there is. who just need to get the you-know-what off the couch. Yeah. They've, they've checked, checked out. out because yeah. they realize, oh, we got a supermajority super in Sacramento. Majority. Yep. We're, we're done. But yep. So you're saying Rick, he's kind of putting together a program to help get these people enrolled, activated, right. Right. and actually voting That's correctly. Right. That's right, sir. Yeah, exactly. So you nailed it. That's exactly right. Go to fixcalifornia.org, fixcalifornia.org if you want to check it out. If you're so inclined to donate and help out, uh, they would certainly appreciate it. It's a 501c3. It's tax deductible. Uh, you know, the other story I want to share with you, Dave, and with our listeners is the story of what he told me when he was ambassador to Germany. And this goes back to when, obviously, when Trump was in office, uh, he was over there. The Nord Stream 2 pipeline was a huge controversy. And basically, Trump said, no way should you allow Russia to build the Nord Stream 2 pipeline through to Germany, right? Do you remember World War II? Do you remember the Nazis? Remember being dependent on the, Russia, all that? And so do you want that sort of thing happening again, being beholden to Russia? Uh, uh, Trump reinforced that. Uh, uh, of course, Grinnell reinforced that, Stood went toe-to-toe -to -toe with uh, Chairman uh, or uh, Chancellor Merkel of Germany at the time. And basically, every Dave, every Senate Democrat in the United States laughed at Rick Grinnell and President mm -hmm. Trump and said, you guys are idiots. This is stupid. Anyway, so fast forward, now what's happened? Um, Biden gets in. The next week, Merkel is at the White House, right? The next week, she's there. Four months later, Nord Stream 2 gets opened up, finish, finish the pipeline, and then boom, Putin drops the bomb, uh, finishes what he wanted to start in Crimea, invades Ukraine, and the rest is history. Yeah. And it was just basically an open invitation. Putin was just waiting for it to happen. And then what did we have to do as the United States? Send in secret U.S. Navy divers with CIA Special Forces people to blow up the pipeline to make it look like someone else did it, which clearly the United States did. And that's a short history, Dave, of the last two years. Could have all been avoided if Trump was still in power. So that is the nucleus. That's kind of like the trigger of yes. how, how this unfortunate, uh, yes. quote unquote, border war has unfolded. And when mm -hmm. we've said for many times, hey, this wouldn't have happened as Trump was in. That's a clear example of it's, why yes. it and would I, not, have, if not, would have not have happened. Not only a clear example, Dave, but I have firsthand knowledge 
from the guy who was on the ground responsible for the mm. entire operation for the United States of America. So it's not like it's just sort of a couple of guys on a podcast theorizing no, about this. This, this is, is the real deal. absolutely the real deal, folks. So. Will we find out before the next election who really blew up the pipeline? Like, I mean, as far as like the world is aware of, we kind of know, but... Uh, will will I, there be receipts? Probably not, right? Pro- probably not. No. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those, you know, buried. kind of Kennedy assassination type things. They'll bury it for two generations and whatever. But everybody knows the United States did it. Yeah. Everybody in the special forces community. It's all that it's everybody knows. There's only really two countries that have the capability, techniques, tactics. This is not like a couple of guys going scuba diving off <laughs> the coast about, of Odessa. Yeah. Right. This thing was like 3000 feet under this the water. <laughs> you need specialized equipment, yeah. highly sophisticated diving equipment. I mean, this is not just a couple. I mean, of sticks Robert Robert Shaw and his Jaws boat would not have been able that to do would this. Not have, that would not have done it. No. Yeah, exactly. Drop another charge. <laughs> yeah. By the way, just quickly back on the Fix California thing, I do want to mention. I didn't know this, but Fix California. So Rick Scott started it in Cal in uh, Florida. DeSantis picked it up and then used it very successfully to turn Florida completely red from a almost a purple state. But guess where they actually got the program from originally, Dave? I don't know. From Georgia. Stacey Abrams, dude, our nemesis, ran what? for governor twice, mm-hmm. lost, mayor of Atlanta. She used the same program, the same software company, the same digital tracking techniques to find, uh, in this case, not obviously conservative footprints digitally and register those voters, but liberal footprints. So they would look at your digital signatures, uh, what liberal type stuff um, in, in, in sorry, Atlanta. And that's how they've moved Atlanta to, uh, sorry, that's how they've moved Georgia to being a purple state from a, a guaranteed red. layup Wasn't red state. Right, right. I mean, in every previous cycle. So this strategy works. We just have to be very laser specific on it. What I think is positive is it, just in the last couple of months, DJT, when he has been interviewed, has clearly stated out in the open that, yes, we need to do the ballot harvesting. We yeah. need to kind of use some of the Democrats' same playbook because you can't just say, oh, it's not fair, it's not fair. Well, guess what? That is the current, uh, you know, uh, lay of the land. Yeah. And he's yeah. been very clear. And I, I think he's going to adopt this, just what, how you mentioned with Rick Grinnell, who's his, you know, he's got a close ear to the president. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think that's the, just the way to go. Unless you have a, a staunch red governor, like in an Alabama or something, who really say, hey, you, got, you, you know, uh, we want to have voter ID, paper ballots right. only. Anything else, we have to kind of dig in the dirt just like they do. Yeah, no, 100%. Dude, I just want to make a couple other editorial remarks, if I may, if you will so indulge me. Um, but, you know, as it relates to the to Trump and the election and all this nonsense going on right now around Supreme Court, Justice Clarence Thomas, you know, the liberal 15 senators coming after him and all the rest of it. Yeah, just absolute nonsense. Let me just be blunt with people at home, okay? Let me just be brutally honest. There's not going to be a Republican primary, okay? Mike Pence, nice guy, not going to happen. Pompeo, same thing. Nikki Haley, no way. Uh, uh, Chris Christie, a loser, okay? It's not going to happen. They're all, it's Trump is the candidate, and folks need to get their heads around this. He is the only person that can remove the existential threat that is the liberal Democratic Party. Dave, and I'm going to tell you right now that we are the only thing standing between him and them, right? So I, I just, I worry, I worry, dude, but let's, we got to, we got to get locked on that. We got to get rid of Rupert Murdoch. We got to get rid of Fox News. Did you know he was, used to be married to a CCP asset? Did you know that? Did you know that, Dave? Are you plugged in? <laughs> Dave's, Dave's having technical difficulties here. 
<laughs> Dave can't Dave can't hear me. Okay, I don't know what's going on. Dave Dave's giving me the I can't hear you signal. So Rupert Murdoch Rupert Murdoch used to be the married to a CCP asset. Unbelievable. But listen, they all hate Trump, but he is he is not a perfect instrument. Let me just tell folks and all it looks like we've lost Dave for technical reasons. That's okay, we'll wrap up the show. But he's not a perfect he's not a perfect instrument, but he is what we've got. Uh, and he is the choice. And folks, don't forget, listen to our podcast at home. Check us out on all your platforms of choice. We are out there on all the podcast platforms of choice and Spotify and Podbean and Apple and Google and so forth and on social media at Rant and Rave 1776. Dave, I think we lost you, but we'll see you down the road on the right side.